0: what's up beautiful people welcome back to the made to excel fitness podcast the fitness podcast for you by you i'm your host as always mark torres and in today's episode episode number 39 it is the crossfit training style episode what is it what is the history of crossfit what are the pros and cons of the sport and should you try it yourself let's talk about it all what's up guys welcome to the show it is monday november 30th welcome to the 39th episode of the made to excel fitness podcast uh i'll try to keep this introduction brief the actual main portion of the show is like 25-ish minutes long, so it's a longer one. So I won't dilly-dally too much, but I'm recording this introduction on the day before Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving has not passed in my world. is long gone in your world. Not long gone, but kind of gone in your world. Um, so uh, I wanted to do this today because my plans for tomorrow are to do absolutely nothing, uh, especially not podcast-related. Might make some Instagram posts, obviously, but other than that, wake up watch a Thanksgiving Day Parade, uh, you know, eat some good food, put up the Christmas tree, watch some football, watch a lot of TV, just be generally lazy. And that'll inevitably go on into the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, a lot more of the same. So I wanted to get this out of the way now. Uh, So Thanksgiving, we'll tell you all about that in next week's episode. Um, But festive season update. So this past weekend, I've seen the Jim Carrey Grinch many times when i say many times probably like two or three times um so this weekend i wanted to give a shot to the new animation grinch uh the benedict cumberbatch grinch and it was absolutely (laughs) god awful um and and i'm notoriously a person who gives up on stuff relatively easy like if you don't grab my attention in the first five to ten minutes you lost me right and i uh have given up on things before way prematurely i probably missed out on lots of great cinema and tvs and things of that nature. But it's just like you know i have add when it comes to watching stuff i guess like if i'm not into it then you just lose me pretty quickly and the new animated grinch was like it felt like it hopped in the middle of the story it wasn't very good i didn't even finish it so we inevitably had to watch the jim carrey grinch again which was great uh instant classic and speaking of giving up on things way too quickly we finished blind manor this this weekend I hated it and you guys know if you watch if you watch or listen to the show with any consistency I'm a big fan of horror Bly Manor was not good Um, it was very boring you know the the whole story was super confusing and convoluted and no spoilers to any of you guys that haven't finished the show quite yet if you're listening out there. But I just did it wasn't my cup of tea. Like it didn't grab me enough. The ending wasn't good enough to justify uh, all those long boring episodes prior to that. Uh, it felt like a show that literally could have been condensed down to like six or seven episodes and they just stretched it out to like uh, nine episodes. Um, so there was just a lot of extra fluff in there that wasn't necessary but it is what it is finished it because we just had so much time already invested in watching the show Wanted to see how it ended wasn't worth it it was actually pretty boring super disappointed with that but you know that's one of those things where i wish i would have gotten out before it uh you know like i was real early about getting out on the walking dead the walking dead got very boring very quickly gave up on that a long time ago very happy i didn't like have this sunk cost theory in my mind when i was watching the walking dead because i would still be probably bored out of my mind i'm sure there's episodes that are fantastic but those are probably few and far between at least in terms of what i enjoy when i'm watching tv but you know that's that uh you know hopping right into today's show. i don't want to spend too much time um with the introduction today but today's episode is training style number four I think number four (laughs) Um, CrossFit is today and the reason why I'm doing these training styles because I haven't done them in a while I took like a three-week hiatus doing other things Uh, but just a refresher I want to do these training styles because Fitness is something that should be uh, in a necessity in your life, right? So something that should be there constantly. It's something that you need. And if it's something that you just have to do, which obviously fitness is strongly correlated with your health, so if you care about your health, obviously you should care about your fitness. If it's something that you should be doing, you might as well have fun with it so maybe you have been in the gym and you haven't found anything that you particularly enjoy so hopefully trying to expose you guys to new new different uh training styles in these training style episodes hopefully you know exposes you to something that you might enjoy more than what you're doing now which will hopefully make your fitness journey that much easier if you're going to go to the gym you might as well enjoy your time there right don't go to the gym dreading it because you're bored of working out and you feel like you need to do it which partially you should feel like you need to do it because it is very closely related to your health and your body and your ability to uh, have a good quality of life, which obviously you probably want to cherish that. Um, so yeah, you know, you might as well go to the gym and enjoy what you're doing. So trying to find the training style that you enjoy the best is obviously the more important, the most important thing. Today's episode is obviously all about CrossFit, which is episode 39 of the Made to Excel Fitness podcast. Let's get into it. we have finally arrived to training style number four. It took a while, took a few weeks, but we are here. This is the CrossFit episode, obviously as you've probably heard in the introduction, uh, this is actually the episode and the training style that I was the most excited to talk about. Not because I'm an avid CrossFitter myself, I've never done legit CrossFit, but this is the training style with the most exposure. And what I mean by that is all but maybe one or two of the training styles that I'll talk about out of the seven total started off as a sport crossfit being no exception but up to this point i've talked about bodybuilding i've talked about powerlifting and i've talked about olympic weightlifting for bodybuilding you've got the mr olympia competition that's the biggest competition in all of the land that's where the best of the best go but in terms of exposure this is not something this is not a competition that you can just turn on the tv and watch it's not on tv anywhere they don't even stream it on youtube which makes no sense you have to go to like the mr olympia website and you have to literally seek this out if you wanted to watch it and even when you get to that point it's like a real shitty one cam live stream of the stage there's no commentary nothing like that from what i can remember it's been a few years since i watched it it's very ancient in its ways i don't know if this is something that CrossFit or not CrossFit, but bodybuilding needs to come into the 21st century and find a way to make this more, um, exposed to the general population i know that the rock and his ex-wife danny garcia are getting into trying to expose more people to the mr olympia but obviously danny garcia you guys may not know this but danny garcia his ex-wife who is his current business partner in seven bucks productions is a bodybuilder herself so obviously they have a vested interest in growing the sport so they're trying to get more people exposed to bodybuilding and the mr olympia contest but i think part of it is just the fact that The contest itself is not super entertaining. Like, it's just a bunch of guys in mankinis standing on stage and obviously there's different uh, divisions. There's physique where they wear board shorts and things of that nature. Not board shorts, but longer shorts and there's women's bodybuilding and all that fun stuff. But for the most part, it's just a bunch of people posing on stage, flexing their muscles. It's not very exciting to watch. All the exciting stuff happens in the buildup and the process to getting there, but you don't see any of that on competition day. So unless you have a vested interest in the sport yourself, if you're a bodybuilder yourself, if you have any sort of personal connections to the sport, you're probably not going out of your way to find the Mr. Olympia contest to watch it. It doesn't have a lot of exposure. In terms of powerlifting, there's meets going on all the time on a local all the way to a national level, but there's no Super Bowl type of event for for powerlifting. Um, the mr olympia is the super bowl for bodybuilding powerlifting doesn't have one of the competition where the creme de la creme the best of the best go to compete it's just not a thing for whatever reason i think part of it is the fact that the aspects of powerlifting kind of find themselves in different sports as well so maybe they don't need a big competition in and of itself they have parts of it in other competitions uh in other sports um and then olympic weightlifting is obviously the grandest stage of them all it's the Olympics. It's the best athletes on the entire planet. You're representing your country amongst the best best athletes in the entire planet. But I think for the most part, Olympic weightlifting is a sport that comes on in the middle of the night when nobody's paying attention. Um, I can guess that a good handful of you guys can probably name a decent amount of Olympic athletes, but they're going to be track athletes they're going to be swimmers you're probably not going to know any olympic weightlifters so in terms of exposure not a ton of exposure but crossfit at some point in your life you could feasibly have turned on espn granted it was probably espn 2 but you could have turned on the tv and seen the crossfit games on tv live and i remember a point in my life before going to college before dedicating my life to fitness where i actually watched the crossfit games with my dad on espn at some point and remember kind of enjoying it it was kind of fun to watch there's a good competitive aspect you can kind of follow it um it's a little bit confusing once you get into it it doesn't become as confusing but it's something that you can kind of follow and you can see where the competition is and it's actually pretty entertaining so uh, i remember that point in my life they don't have the espn deal anymore but they live stream these things on youtube so the 2020 crossfit games just happened a few weeks ago and the final event Video from the 2020 CrossFit Games had over a million views when I watched it, and that was a bunch of weeks ago. It probably has even more at this point. So it's a sport with a lot of eyeballs on it, and it's a sport that I've you know, kind of followed as much as I could, uh, as much as I can in the last few years. So uh, I'm not gonna say I'm the foremost expert on CrossFit. I'm very far away from it, but I have tried to follow it a little bit. Um, When I talked about the Fitness Mount Rushmore a bunch of episodes back, I had Rich Froning as the CrossFit representative on the Fitness Mount Rushmore, but I did talk about the fact that at some point, Matt Frazier is gonna eventually take that mantle, and I think this year, 2020, was the year that he surpasses Rich Froning as kind of the undisputed GOAT of CrossFit, the greatest of all time. I think they've got the same number of wins at this point, but I think in Rich's singles career before he retired from singles competition, he won back to back to back to back to back CrossFit games. So obviously a massive athlete as it pertains to the sport of CrossFit itself, but in the later years, there was like times where he had to grind it out and he had to come back and he had to persevere in order to win the title at this day at this point in time in this day and age matt fraser is absolutely demolishing the competition like to the point where i think he won something like 10 out of 12 events which is unheard of um once you get into the later events it's like to the point where he's already clinched it he can just mail in the last few events and he's still gonna win um so he's absolutely dominating so i think at this point he has surpassed rich froning as the goat and if i'm talking about matt fraser i'd be remiss to not talk about tia claire Toomey, who is just as dominant as matt fraser is i think four champions championships back to back to back in the same dominating fashion it's those two at the top of their competition and then everybody else is competing for second it doesn't seem anywhere close and it doesn't seem like they're stopping anytime soon which is super exciting it's exciting to see if somebody's gonna emerge out of the woodworks to compete with them and to give them a run for their money but in terms of the fitness mount rushmore I think it's a two-headed monster now it's Matt Fraser and Tia Claire Toomey and like a little itty bitty uh, teeny weeny little rich froning head at the bottom obviously he paved the way for those guys guys uh but they're now putting luxury condos up on that bitch <laughs> that's i that, this analogy might have lost uh i might have lost you guys there but hopefully you you kind of you get the gist of it i think you know rich froning kind of set the, the path for them and now they're just absolutely destroying it so uh this is a long introduction to crossfit i'm gonna start to get into today's podcast episode but crossfit is the training style of today's episode same thing read a little bit of a backstory of crossfit the history then go into the training styles emphasis um programming pros and cons all that fun stuff so first and foremost i figure i should go to crossfit's website and read to you what they say crossfit is so what is crossfit crossfit is the key to health and fitness crossfit is a lifestyle characterized by safe effective exercise and sound nutrition crossfit can be used to accomplish any goal from improved health to weight loss to better performance the program works for everyone people who are just starting out and people who have trained for years the workouts, the magic is in the movement. CrossFit workouts are different every day and can be modified to help each athlete achieve their goals. The workouts may be adapted for people at any age and at any fitness level. The lifestyle, off the carbs, off the couch. The CrossFit lifestyle, a combination of sound nutrition and exercise is the key to fitness and long-term health. And if you go to the CrossFit's website, you can click on these and it'll expand. Uh, the community, your support network at more than 15,000 affiliates around the world. People encourage and motivate each other in every class as they work towards their goals start training with friends, make new friends, the fun is in the community. Why CrossFit works, constant variation, different every day, CrossFit workouts are tailored to the individual, functional movements, CrossFit uses safe, effective and efficient movements similar to those that you would use in everyday life. High intensity and CrossFit workouts, intensity levels are adjusted to challenge the individual and safely improve fitness. Uh, And then at the bottom, they have an FAQ. You can go into that if you want to read more, uh, go to CrossFit's website, uh, click on the what is CrossFit tab and you can scroll to the bottom and you can see those FAQ questions. But going into their Wikipedia page, I'm going to read some of this CrossFit is a branded fitness regimen created by Greg Glassman, who uh, is a little bit problematic. I talked about him a bunch of episodes back as well, a little bit problematic, but he is the start of CrossFit. It is a registered trademark of CrossFit Incorporated, which is founded by Glassman and Lauren Janai, hopefully I didn't butcher her name, in 2000. CrossFit is promoted as both a physical exercise philosophy and competitive fitness sport, incorporating elements from high-intensity interval training, Olympic weightlifting plyometrics, powerlifting gymnastics, calisthenics, strongman, and other exercises. It is practiced by members of thousands of affiliate gyms, roughly half of which are located in the U.S., and by individuals who complete daily workouts, otherwise known as WODs, or workouts of the day. CrossFit has been criticized for allegedly causing people to suffer from unnecessary injuries and exertional rhabdomyolysis, a possible life-threatening breakdown of muscle from extreme exertion. The history of the sport. The company was conceived in 1996 as CrossFit. Greg Glassman and Lauren Janaya Incorporated CrossFit Incorporated in 2000. The original CrossFit gym was in Santa Cruz, California, and the first affiliated gym was CrossFit North in Seattle, Washington. There were 13 by 2005 and 2016 there were more than thirteen thousand, so it exploded very quickly there was um, a big boom in the crossfit industry in terms of affiliates Uh, and affiliates is just like um, different crossfit gyms that pay crossfit to use the name crossfit so crossfit's branded which is very weird crossfit is the training style itself but crossfit is also the name of the company so if you want to use the name crossfit in your gym you have to pay the company crossfit as you know to use the name crossfit as an official affiliate of crossfit I said CrossFit a lot there. Um, Glassman obtained, oh no, coaches associated with CrossFit include Louis Simmons, John Wellborn, and Bob Harper, which you might recognize some of those names. Glassman obtained complete control over the company after a divorce with Janai, uh, who tried to sell her share to the company to an outside party after the divorce settlement, but Glassman bought it with $16 million loan from Summit Partners on June 24, 2020, following the outcry of Glassman's comments regarding the killing of George Floyd, a.k.a problematic it was announced that he was selling the company to eric rosa a colorado-based crossfit box owner and former ceo of data logics rosa announced that he would be assuming the role of ceo after the conclusion of the sale in july um and then real quick let me go to the overview this is a lot of reading uh going a little bit long already crossfit is a strength and conditioning and overall fitness program consistent consisting mainly of a mix of aerobic exercise calisthenics and olympic weightlifting crossfit incorporated describes this strength and conditioning program as constantly varied functional movements executed at a high intensity across board across broad time and module domains. CrossFit aims to develop fitness in what the company deems to be the 10 components of physical fitness, cardiovascular, endurance, stamina, strength, flexibility, power, speed, coordination, agility, balance, and accuracy. Hour-long classes at affiliated gyms or boxes typically include a warm-up, a skill development segment, the high-intensity workout of the day, and a period of individual or group stretching. Some gyms often also have a strength-focused movement prior to the WOD. Performance on each WOD is often scored and are ranked to encourage competition and to track individual process. Some affiliates offer additional classes, such as Olympic weightlifting, which are not centered around a WOD. And then it goes into kind of the equipment that you need, blah, 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 business model crossfit games which i talked about a little bit at the beginning of this episode which is a big part of why crossfit is so popular is the crossfit games you've got these athletes um who are pretty well known uh especially in the crossfit community you might not know them uh, as a general population person you might not unless you have seen the crossfit games or you follow any sort of crossfit people um any sort of fitness accounts you might not know these people but the crossfit games does get a lot of eyeballs over a million views on a video for the final event for the crossfit 2020 game so pretty popular so getting into the actual training style itself so like i said i'm not the biggest um crossfit uh authority that is out there i know very little about crossfit actually so um getting into the weeds of it here as much as i possibly can the training emphasis of crossfit is there's a good blend of strength muscle power endurance and functional movements and they talked about that in the wikipedia page it's a good blend of everything but the main focus there is the functional movement part. So you have the strength, you have the muscle, you have the power, you have the endurance, all that fun stuff. But the functionality part is the part that they really like to highlight. Um, And kind of the argument to be made here is the fact that if you're doing something like a bodybuilding style program, how functional is a bicep curl actually gonna be? How many times in your life are you gonna find yourself grabbing something and bicep curling it? probably never it's never going to happen never in your everyday life um, are you going to find yourself bicep curling anything it's not a functional movement in that manner even something like power um a deadlift you're picking something up from the floor which you might do in your day-to-day life but it's not going to be as clean and as um nifty as a barbell right the barbell is very easy to pick up right it's very it's made to be picked up things in your life are not going to be made to just be picked up um There's going to be odd objects that you're going to have to lift. So there's a little bit of functionality in something like a deadlift, but not entirely all the way through. And that's what kind of what CrossFit tries to bridge those two things, right? It tries to bridge the strength that you can build, but it tries to build things in terms of the functionality of your day-to-day life, how well you can go about your day and, you know, trying to build that functional strength so you can have a better day-to-day life. Programming, it's going to be different Every day, they also talked about this in the Wikipedia page. You have a wad every single time you go to the gym uh, or the box, as they call it in CrossFit. It's a workout of the day, so it's going to be different every single day that you go, right? If you do a bodybuilding program, a powerlifting program, I don't know about Olympic weightlifting to the same extent, but there's going to be a lot of the same things for weeks at a time, right? You have a general idea of what you're going to do when you go into the gym before you go into the gym for CrossFit it's gonna be completely different every single time. You're gonna walk into the gym, not having any sort of idea what you're gonna be doing on that particular day, because it's different every single day, which is wild to think about, but that's how they do in CrossFit, that's how they roll. Uh, Specific lifts for CrossFit, not necessarily. It's a good blend of everything, so you're gonna see Olympic lifts. You're gonna do variations of these different Olympic lifts. The snatch, the clean, the jerk, all these fun things. You're gonna see um, portions of powerlifting deadlifting um squatting bench pressing not so much um but you're gonna see portions of that um there's gonna be a bunch of different things and be burpees uh rope climbs peg climbs handstand uh push-ups um ski erg rows bikes all these different things there's a multitude of things in the crossfit games they just did like you know terrain runs where they would run up hills in the desert in the you know on a dirt path carrying sandbags it's a whole array of things i don't think any th- any of it is really specific to crossfit itself maybe burpees is the thing that's most closely associated to crossfit but i don't think crossfit has any specific things the way that they structure their things is very specific to crossfit the way that they make their workouts is very specific to crossfit so if if you ever heard of something like murph um, that is a crossfit specific workout but the movements in there i don't think there's anything that's specific to crossfit or came from crossfit originally it's a multitude of different things that they grab from but the way they format it is obviously definitely very unique to crossfit so Wrapping up here, um, <laughs> it keeps going long. I I don't know what I'm doing. Um, the pros uh, of CrossFit is all the work is done for you. If you're a person who likes to go to the gym and not think about it too much, um, which part of being in the gym is being cerebral and having spatial awareness and having awareness of what your body's doing. So there's a little bit of brain power that is to be used. But if you don't want to think about it too much, CrossFit does the work for you. You're gonna to go to the gym and you're gonna to be told what to do in that moment. And you're gonna be doing something different every day. So they're doing the work for you. You know, you essentially show up, you do the work and you go home. Um, if you're doing any sort of training program other than that, You're gonna have a program. You're gonna have to think about a little bit. You're gonna have to maybe move some things around. You're gonna have to think about when am I gonna deload? When am I gonna do this? There's a little bit of brain power that goes into it, and there's obviously a little bit of brain power that goes into CrossFit, but a lot of the work is already done for you. So if you don't like to think about things too much, CrossFit might be a good fit for you. Pro number two is it's very competitive. Uh, If you're a competitive person, if you have a competitive drive and you want to uh, constantly one-up yourself, CrossFit is a perfect place for you, right? like i said in the wikipedia page the wad a lot of times is timed and ranked right you can rank amongst yourself you can rank amongst others depending on how your box does it um if you're a competitive person crossfit is the place for you you're going to be constantly doing a lot of the same workouts um i don't know how frequently you do the same workouts but let's say you do a workout um let's say you do murph right you do murph um once a year and you do it and you have a time now next year you do it and you try to beat your time it's always competitive right you're always trying to one-up yourself and you're always trying to do a better better job right any sort of workout that you do multiple times you're trying to do better you're trying to do better than your friends in your in your class whatever um, there's a huge competitive aspect to crossfit on a day-to-day basis that you might not see in other other sports in other training styles powerlifting you want to get stronger but you might not get stronger every single time um, so so that competitive drive might be lost on a day-to-day basis but it's very much so alive in CrossFit so if you're competitive CrossFit's a good fit for you and pro number three the day-to-day improvement in your quality of life is gonna go up so when I talk about the functional movements it's all about doing things that you might actually do in your real life and getting better at those things so obviously um, if you're getting better at functional movements which there's a big debate as to whether functional movements exist or not um, Even in CrossFit, there's not going to be many things in your life where you're doing things that you would do in a CrossFit class in your day-to-day life. But if there's any sort of functional crossover, obviously your day-to-day life is going to get better. Your day-to-day life is going to improve. You're going to be able to move things easier. You're going to be move around easier. Um, You know, your quality of life is going to go up if your functional strength does go up. Big debate as to whether functional strength is a thing. But if you believe in that sort of thing and you believe that you want your day-to-day life, your quality of life to improve. It might improve more so in CrossFit than any other training styles that I've talked about up to this point. And the cons of CrossFit. Con number one, the risk of injury is higher due to the complexity of movement. So when you go to CrossFit's workout or CrossFit's website, they talk about how safe it is. They talk about how you can modify things. And that's true to an extent. But when you go to Wikipedia, they talk about how there's increased injury and rhabdomyolysis. So rhabdomyolysis is if you work out a muscle too hard and it tends to break down and it breaks down and it gets into your urine, you start peeing blood and it could be fatal. Um, but I think that's very rare. It's a very rare occurrence. You have to be going super duper hard you have to be pushing your body to an extreme in order to get to that point so I don't think many people have to deal with that too too much Um, but in terms of CrossFit obviously depending on the box that you go to depending on the trainer that you go to depending on the coach that you have they're gonna be able to scale things better to beginners scale things better to different fitness levels Um, that's just gonna be a personnel thing just depending on who's there, they're going to be able to adjust things better for certain types of people. But at the end of the day, a lot of these moves are very complex moves um, a lot of the same olympic weightlifting things you would do in cross it and you have to learn those things at a high enough capacity in order to do them in an actual workout so you don't hurt yourself right so there's going to be a little bit of a ramp up time when you start cross it where it's going to be a lot of technique stuff um, if you just hop right into it of course you're going to put yourself in a position where the chance of injury is much higher because you don't know how to properly do these moves just quite yet so giving yourself some time to ramp up and finding the The crossfit box that's appropriate for you and somebody you have faith in um if you're a true beginner somebody you have faith in to lead you in the right direction is super important Uh, that way you mitigate the risk that you have in terms of injuring yourself con number two it's very hard to track progress it's not hard to track progress in the way of like i'm losing weight or i'm gaining muscle it's hard to see the through line and it's hard to make adjustments in order to ensure that there's progress and in any sort of training style there's no way to ensure progress right there's ways to put yourself in a good position to make progress but in terms of like having a consistent training schedule like a bodybuilding schedule goes for four five six weeks depending on how you set it up same thing with powerlifting; Um, you're going to be doing a lot of the same things week in and week out depending on the training block that you uh set up for yourself so it's very easy to manipulate things within that training block to help you consistently make progress In CrossFit where you're doing different things every day it might be harder to start to track those things so if you do um, deadlifts on one day and then the next day you come in you're doing something else completely and you don't deadlift until the following week but it's a deadlift that is heavier than the one that you did before it requires more weight and then you deadlift the next time and it goes down in weight you're kind of all over the board right so it's gonna be harder for you to like gain strength linearly which obviously nobody gains strength linearly there's a point where you kind of top off and you plateau but there's ways to kind of see the progress that you're making in terms of like i lifted 135 pounds this week i'm going to lift 140 pounds this week and i'll lift 145 pounds next week right you can see the progress being made in crossfit where the workout's different every day and the workout's going to require you to do something differently it's going to be much harder to track that progress so if you have all the patients in the world and you just want to have a general better um day-to-day life and you're not looking for anything specific crossfit's a good match but if you want something very specific uh you want to track your progress as it pertains to building muscle and pertains to getting stronger um you know crossfit's gonna hop around a lot it's gonna be a lot harder to track that progress so that's something to consider uh depending on what situation you're in specifically and last but not least con number three of a crossfit style training program is it is super duper expensive um obviously for CrossFit um, you're going to go to a CrossFit box that's what they call CrossFit gyms is a box Um, and the membership to these gyms because it's a big group class and there's they have to have highly trained people there to help you with these advanced movements gets to be very very expensive like on a per month basis most CrossFit boxes are going to be over a hundred dollars a month Versus you can get a cheap gym membership from Planet Fitness for $10. Um, most gyms are going to be in the 20 to $30 range per month. That's kind of your um, average rate for a monthly gym. In terms of like CrossFit, you're going to be spending well over $100 a month, depending on the gym that you go to. So it can be very, very, very expensive. So if you don't have expendable income, if you don't have a ton of money, CrossFit might be out of reach for you and you might have to adjust things in your life. You might have to modify things in a way where you can do CrossFit on your own, but then you're increasing the risk of injury. So a lot of these places offer drop-ins, a free class every once in a while so you can stop in and you can start to learn some of the basics. Uh, Maybe you do it for a month, you learn everything and then you kind of go on your own. But if you're gonna go on your own, there's gonna be some equipment that you need and that's a cost in and of itself. You might, depending on how serious you wanna get about it, you might need a barbell, you might need bumper plates. You're definitely gonna need dumbbells, kettlebells, things of that nature. Um, So it can be very, very, very expensive. Of course, you can modify things as much as you possibly can in the most uh, budget-friendly way that you can. But at the end of the day, it does get to be a lot, a big strain on the wallet. So something to consider. CrossFit is great. Uh, CrossFit, uh, just like anything else, has its pros, has its cons, has its ups, has its downs. Um, but if, you know, you're so gung-ho about doing CrossFit, you listen to this episode you're like, this sounds really cool. I would love to do this. You look into it more, you're like, I would love to do this. If you don't have a lot of money to spend on a gym membership per month, that might be a big barrier to entry for CrossFit. Uh, but that about wraps up today's show. Pros and cons of CrossFit. That's Training style number four of seven. It's got three more to go. Um, hopefully, you enjoyed today's show. Took a while to get here, but we got here. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. I appreciate you all. See you in the next one. Thanks for listening to the Made to Excel Fitness Podcast, the fitness podcast for you by you hopefully you enjoyed today's episode if you did consider hitting the subscribe button wherever you're watching or listening on youtube apple Podcasts, spotify wherever you get your favorite podcasts new episodes come out every single monday morning so hitting the subscribe button ensures that you don't miss out on any new episodes if you are listening on apple Podcasts, if you feel so inclined please leave a five-star review it helps others find the show if you're on youtube leave a comment leave a thumbs up Hit the little bell, lets you know when new videos come out. Follow me on social media, on Instagram at mtefit, on Facebook at Made to Excel Fitness. Email me at Made 2 Excel at gmail.com. Let me know if there's anything that you guys want me to discuss on the show. It is, in fact, the fitness podcast that is for you, by you. I appreciate every single one of you guys that takes the time to listen to me on your Monday morning, wherever you are. I appreciate you all. Thanks for listening. What's up, Mark? How you doing, man? Hunter Henry, LA Charger, tight end. Best big time shout out to your uh, fitness podcast, the Made to Excel fitness podcast. So, um, super cool, man. Got a lot going on. Bolt Ganger, don't bang.